0: Hey, everybody. Uh, my name is Juan Carlos, and welcome to OCR Unedited, where we highlight amazing coaches, athletes, and everyday people from the OCR and trail communities for fun, unscripted, and unedited conversations. Today, I have the honor of speaking with a Spartan pro-athlete, Wellington Cole, aka known as Beef. Not Beefy. That's for the ladies. Beef. <laughs> okay. Love so it. uh Beef is a community coach, fitness influencer, brand ambassador, national developmental pool athlete for the national Philippine team, and newly inducted, I don't know how newly, but newly inducted Spartan pro athlete from the Philippines. He is also the 2019 Spartan world champion. Well, he is a world sp- Spartan, Spartan world championship <laughs> finisher. Sorry. First time with his tongue. And. Help no out. Came third overall in his age group in the SEA regional series which I have a question we, we, we know, regarding that that you can explain more and go into deep uh, detail on because that sounds really interesting Definitely. so well thank you I uh, thank you for uh, you know making time to come on uh, OCR and edit it and to speak with me how are you buddy
1: I'm good well first of all I'm honored to be honest like uh, to be in your show like hey, when you approached me i was like damn like this, this is this is this is a legit guy like you know this this is good and i've buddy, seen your man. content before <laughs> you're good keep it up
0: <laughs> um buddy uh thank you for that uh, that that is the kindest thing i've heard thank you so much buddy you make me cry <laughs> uh, No, you know i've been blessed um not only for my reputation um who i am but also I've been blessed to have these amazing talents, great athletes, whether it be U.S., Canada, South Africa, now here in the Philippines. This is the first time doing something with with somebody like you from the Philippines uh, in Asia, let's say, um, to, that has come on to do this episode um, on OCR net and, and that, to me, speaks volumes. Um, that, to me, is everything. Like I told you before. I don't get paid to do this. I do this out of love, out of passion for, for the sport that we all love and we run and we race and we compete in. That's, that's what I do. And I have fun doing it. And I get to meet people like you and, 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 and past athletes that I've had on. Just, just amazing to sit here and listen to them and listen to their stories and listen, just learn. So moving forward, I have you on. Buddy, it is a pleasure having you on. Thank you so much. Thank so you. So what time is it there now?
1: Uh, it's actually when we started this. It's around 11.20 p.m. Okay. So it's in the night, actually. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you want to hear some good news?
0: It's 10 a.m. What's here.
1: up? <laughs> oh, come on. like You know, like, you're just getting your day started. Buddy, yeah. So it's Monday there, no? Yeah. That's, uh, it's, it's almost going to be Monday. Um, it's, oh, yeah. That's you get right. 40, 40 minutes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but when I realized that we were at 13 hours, uh, you're 13 hours ahead. I was like, "How yeah. are we gonna do this?" I, right? You know, I had an athlete, uh, Thomas Ventander from South Africa, and we were just six okay. hours. I thought it was gonna be longer. I thought it was a you know a much longer uh, time zone, right? So mm-hmm. I didn't know how I was gonna do it, and I did it at 5 a.m with him and it was 5 a.m my time it was 12 a.m his time or 11 something like that and he (laughs) was like oh nice and dandy I just finished waking up but with you it's like wow how are we gonna do this
1: but whatever Uh, we're here am I like the first one that you had a difficulty with the time zone like am I the farthest that you've gone
0: to you're the farthest but Soon you're gonna be the second farthest because uh eventually. I mean I don't wanna say I don't wanna to share too much. Detail, but I have somebody from Australia <laughs> coming on. Oh so all right. That I hear is about that in itself. I don't know how I'm gonna do it, but hey, listen, whatever, it's gotta get done, right?
1: Definitely. And you know, I, I actually love i I love this. Like um being part of it, like I'm willing to do it and spend my time with this. So yeah. Yeah, Definitely. buddy.
0: So now Wellington sometimes I want to call you Beef because <laughs> that is your nickname. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's gonna to be too funny if I do that. So no problem. um you know the the one thing that people are interested in knowing, I'm interested mm-hmm. in knowing is who is uh Wellington Co. a.k.a. beef. Uh tell us a little <laughs> bit about yourself.
1: Oh well first of all. I am a freaking hybrid like I don't know how you can describe me but currently I'm in the Philippines yeah I I look like this I don't look Filipino at all and that's because actually I was born in Canada so from Vancouver Canada all the way from Vancouver Canada I'm here living with a mixed race of Chinese and Japanese descent so I grew up here and like what 26 years of my life and yeah basically that's who I am and how I was uh, born. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is uh, funny.
0: So, how did you get started in <laughs> athletics, and how did you discover OCR?
1: Oh, right, so here's the thing. Like, um, I was never an athletic person in my entire life. Uh, when I was when I when I was doing uh, my college degree, I met a girl who broke my heart. Oh, and that's when things started to go in. Because I was I'm a, I'm an avid gamer. Okay. I my prob my best achievement probably so far before was that I can play twelve hours straight. Twelve hours wow. in a freaking chair. Like I just sit down and play all the way. And yeah, because of this girl, um she cheated on me. And yeah, that was a big game changer, you know? And I kind of yeah. figured that Spartan race is new here in the Philippines. That time, that was like what, twenty eighteen? So I decided, you know, to do something about it, you know, self-esteem, all like that. I mean coming off from a cheating relationship, it's pretty shit, right? So um with that going on, um, I did the Spartan race and I fell in love with it the first time. Like I hated running before. But because of Spartan race, I don't know. I I learned to love it. I developed my I developed myself into it. I invested myself into it. And later on I started garnering these um these goals and getting to get it done. And that's where I am right now. And I'm really happy about it. That is awesome.
0: Um, Can you share with us some of your best finishes and accomplishments in the OCR game?
1: Oh, well, it's not just limited. Well, it's just not limited to Spartan Race, right? But I think in Spartan Race, my best uh, would probably be last year's performance. I mean, like I've just been in the... I've I've just been in the game for two years now, so um, I know
0: you're fairly new. <laughs> I know you're
1: a and baby. That's why I, I'm 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 a child, like compared to the elites. Like when yeah. you put me there, like damn. That's why, like last year, my age group performance. I'm in the 20 to 25 category. Um, I nice. placed third overall in Southeast Asia. That's the C, the SEAs thing. That's a regional C regional series. series. Yeah. yeah. So, it was a tough race because, you know, 20 to 25, I mean, I would say that's a tough bunch. Like, we had to compete in Singapore and Malaysia and the Philippines. Like, that's pretty much tough terrain. I didn't like it. But at the end of it, um, I had fun. So, that's probably my best Spartan career so far. And if it from the elites, um, I had a race this year. Unfortunately, it was just one race because, you know, COVID happened. And uh, so all races get canceled, but I placed uh, in the top uh, almost, uh, yeah, in the top seven of the male elites in the Philippines. That's awesome. Yeah. For the first and last race from 2020.
0: <laughs> oh my God.
1: That is, yeah, pretty, but, that is awesome, buddy. Congratulations. Thank Steve. you. Thank you. I mean, like, I, was, I was against some of the toughest um, Spartan racers in Asia. Like, I don't know if you're familiar with Johnny Tew. Ian Deeth was also no, a not. part. Oh well, you you you're gonna you're about to get to know them more. Like um, if you get to dwell into the Asian side of it, like um, these are these guys are freaking, these guys are freaking killers. Okay, I'm just saying that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> They're killing the game. Wow. And uh,
0: yeah, well, I mean, I I am gonna have to do my research and uh, uh and learn <laughs> more about them. But uh, that's awesome that you guys that you have pool of great OCR athletes over there that you can race and, uh, and compete against because it helps you to develop you in order to for you to become the athlete that you want to be, right? Which is a great thing. Definitely. Um, now, when I mentioned in, in the beginning, I mentioned a few things that uh, about you. Uh, one, um, you're a community coach and you're a fitness influencer. Talk to me about that okay well
1: here's the thing community coaching like uh, i have certifications for it for obstacle course racing uh, under world ocr but that's mainly for obstacle course racing right and i don't really get to do it as a profession so what i mean by community coaching is that i get to help out those who are just who just want to have workouts for fun or to improve themselves especially during the covid um, pandemic you know we've been stuck in what, we, we've we got lockdowns here in the Philippines also for like around eight months and quarantine hasn't been really that good to us. So what I did was uh, I started a fitness group, a small fitness group actually. Okay. And, you know, it's kind of funny because we, we, we call it the Fit Farm, basically. We're, why the Fit Farm? Because, you know, I started with beef. So I'm like, okay. And I call everyone else, you guys are fucking animals. So like, Fit farm right so, so that's where we breed these kind of new animals into the the fit the, the system so um, that's where community coaching came in because from five people that I've been training you know just my friends we've garnered around sixty people as of now we wow. do weekly trainings bro as in like every Tuesday and Thursday we do weekly trainings um, awesome. not just for fun yeah. but here's the thing they're strangers so they don't know each other and that's what I love about it because it's like the Fit Farm turns strangers stronger. Like, that's the slogan that we have. So like, uh, d- during the whole quarantine thing, without any with the social distancing, with the social anxiety, having this kind of community group that we have, the fitness community group, it brings a lot of social interaction between it. Like, like you and I, right? That's so like exactly. you and I, we've never met in person, no. but virtually, right? Like we, we get to talk about these things. Is that the same thing with them? And that's what I meant by community coach. Now, regarding fifth list influencer, I think that's the same thing as well. Like, right?
0: Yeah, (laughs) I would say exactly. Yeah, yeah, no. But that's a great thing that you're doing for the community, for 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 everybody individually to keep them uh, healthy, uh, physically and mentally. That you know what I commend you for that, and I commend everybody that does that. That is awesome. Thank you. You know, to take that initiative, to take that step forward, and be that leader to be able to go and bring in people that don't know each other that you probably never even met to bring them all Mm -hmm. into one place and train them and look you went from five to now to 60 buddy that's incredible if you know that saying if you can make a difference in one person's life then you did a good job in this world buddy you made 60 differences in 60 people's lives that's amazing buddy congratulations my hack goes off thank
1: you you for that thank you i mean i don't really count basically the you know i really don't count those gratitudes and appreciation from everybody because i believe everyone definitely thank you for that but yeah everybody uh, is a human being sorry go ahead no i was i was saying like that's what i'd like to promote everyone to have that same mentality or like promote that kind of mentality because that's what fitness is supposed to be. I mean exactly.
0: competition
1: on yourself and competition against others. But at the end of the day, I think what's important is that you get to surround yourself with a great with with great great influence. Yeah.
0: And the one thing is, you know, I, I I in my professional life I deal a lot mm-hmm. with people in in, in in the career that I'm in. And the one people management is something is, is a strong skill of mine. Why? Because uh, f- for many reasons. Uh, but I tell you that lifting people's morale, acknowledging people helps in so many ways that people do not understand. Definitely. You know, giving somebody a pat on the back when they did a good job goes a long way. There's no money. It's so priceless. That there's no monetary value on that. So, and I'll take it, you know, pl- please take, you know, take these gratitudes and, and, and go with Thank it. You. Because what you're doing is incredible. Um, now, you are, you're a Spartan world champion, uh, uh, champion. Finisher. You know what? <laughs> Let me rephrase. I, tr- I truly, I, I, I think I got a new tongue here. I don't know why. So you're a finisher at the Spartan world championships. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I take it that that was your first one. Talk to me about that experience. How was that?
1: First of all, uh, it's it's my first time also going there to United States when I did that. So I've been there when I was a child, but I I don't remember. So the first time I was being there, you know, coming from a Spartan racer, like when we here in the Philippines, it's a little bit you know, it's already big, but when you when you were there in Spartan race itself, like in the U.S., damn, was it. Definitely, like, good. Like, I was having goosebumps everywhere I was, especially when we went to... That was in Lake Tahoe, so... That's right, that was, like it was first, cold. Definitely. Like, that was the first time, and I was like... I usually race topless. <laughs> <laughs> right? No, that I think that's a, you know, that's a thing. There's a scientific knowledge there. Like, you know, when you race topless, you have more speed. And, you know, like, that, that's my belief. That's so, when it, we though. were there... So when we were there, everyone else who I was with, the national team, we were like, fuck, I ain't racing topless here. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Cause cause that time also it was um it was around September twenty something, almost October. And it freaking snowed. It fucking snowed on the day yeah. itself. On the week itself rather. Yeah. And it was terrible. Okay. So like um I'm just saying this. They're normally my beast is fast, like a beast race, because that was a beast race. It's average is okay, like around two hours and 30 minutes or two hours and 15. But this one was a challenge because of the weather. I wasn't there to compete anymore, bro. I was there to survive. Like (laughs) I was trying my best to survive. (laughs) That
0: is well put.
1: Because I had some friends who did not finish at all. So, you know, that kind of mentality... Like when you're already there, that, that's yeah. all I was thinking when I was there. I flew all the way from Philippines. Yeah. I spent that much money going to Nevada and all that stuff. I'm here to just fucking survive. Like I'm not going to, I'm not going to quit.
0: <laughs> wow. And you know what? I, I couldn't, I, I wasn't able to be there. Um, but I had oh. friends who I've had on the show that were there and they, they <laughs> told me their experiences Um. Yeah, it snowed. It was really bad, especially (laughs) when you got to the top of the mountain and you have to do a number of obstacles. You gotta jump in water. So, you. I mean, you say that your some of some members of your team, the Philippine team, didn't make it. Yeah, buddy my you know from the from the from, from doing my research on that particular time there was a lot of people a lot of people that didn't do oh, it, yeah. a lot of people that got hypothermia that came out of that water yeah um, exactly there's a lot of people that didn't that didn't make it so how was it that you were able to finish it
1: here's the thing like you know that part was the killer like that was the swimming the swimming was the killer for sure yeah. It was a 50-meter swim, I think, if I'm not mistaken. It was 75 meters. Yeah. And that's where most of my friends did not finish because after that, they got either minor hyperthermia or you just quit out of that. That's when I started to take, slow things down because before the swim, I was racing competitively. like I was going to head-to-head with these other Spartans. But when I reached a swim, I kind of knew that I was not prepared for it, to be honest. Like um, I kind of knew that it was not my forte, so excuse me. I just slowed myself down, paced myself, because I don't want to get hypothermia. At that moment, uh, when everything is already at risk, already everything is just there, right in front of you, to grasp. Right. So what I did, I just tried to keep my mental will up, and just take it easy from then on. And as like I said. Survive. I think that's my hashtag, survive. <laughs> wow.
0: Um, yeah, I, I, I'm, you know what? Kudos again, and my half goes off to you again for being able to finish that because that was not easy. <laughs> you know, not easy at all. So now, it, also in the beginning, you know, um, there's something else that I mentioned about you um, that you were in one second let me see here i just so the national developmental pool athlete for the uh, for the national philippine team so how are you a part of that explain that to me
1: well i'm going to explain first the organizations that are involved for coming up with that team so we are actually there's a organization called the Pilipinas obstacle sports federation or the posf they are a certified partner of the World OCR organization that we all know and for the POSF there is a national team because the the race uh, sorry the sport of obstacle course racing was just newly included uh, last year in the sea games so it is a recognized sport here in asia already and there is a national team for it plus you've got a training pool for it so Basically, the national developmental pool is those individuals that are set to replace basically the national team when, you know, when, things, when they get older or when uh, when there are any problems. So you've got your team A, you've got your team B, and the national dev pool is basically your training pool anyway for a national team.
0: Wow. That's interesting, buddy. That is truly <laughs> interesting. Um, you are now a Spartan pro athlete. You were, you know, a newly inducted Spartan pro athlete. So talk to me about that feeling, being able, you know, now to represent the Philippines, you know, and what is required of you as a pro?
1: All right. So first of all, like, this is the saddening part of it. Like I was just inducted after my first race in 2020. And then boom, COVID. So like, you've got no race. (laughs) So no... No race to do after that, right? So, But the feeling of it, I'm honored. Like The the feeling that you get from this is that because all of those years that you've been working hard. Because to be honest, when I started this thing with Spartan Race, I was one of the slowest myself. I could say that my progress was shit, like way before. But when I saw myself last year compared to the year that I started, which was 2018, because I wanted it. I wanted to get something out of this, like, for myself. Okay. And damn, that Spartan Pro status was the one that just came along with it. And I guess that's what I also want to tell everybody or to everyone and to promote as well. You start off with goals. You start off with a long-term goal. But in order for you to get that goal, you got to do your small wins. You have to take the small wins along the way, right? So that was my journey from 2018 to 2019, and 2020 was the day that you get your award which is basically you get your start, Spartan Pro sta- status but way before beyond that you know it's more than just a title Spartan Pro isn't just about competing in elite status but it's also a responsibility for you to promote fitness as as it is and Spartan as a brand because what is it what what is Spartan as a brand right so Spartan isn't just about basically uh, a, a business that makes money out of these things, right? Spartan, in general, or in a few words, I could say is taking you off the couch and getting you onto the course itself. So, well I'd said. say that is, I'd say that's for the Spartan Pro or being a Spartan Pro is.
0: Yeah, no, that that is well said, buddy. I'm I'm sure that Joe DeSena is watching and he's like, yeah, that's my <laughs> guy, <laughs> because you're also a brand ambassador for Spartan.
1: Uh yeah. Well, technically, uh, as as a Spartan Pro, you're already you're an already ambassador, ambassador. I would say, right? Exactly. Yeah. Um,
0: do you have any memorable moments, either inspirational or funny, from your race career?
1: <laughs> I guess one of the most memorable ones would be my first ultra last year in Philippines. So. Okay. I don't know when you're going to come by, but I'm really insisting that you come by in the Philippines one of these times I and try out to. our races. Uh, if if you come by, you let me know, okay? So like, There you go, buddy. I, I'll, I'll take care of you, bro. Like, huh? Here's the thing. In, in, in North America or US, I think most of your landscape is mountainous and snowy, right? And yep. most of the time it's hilly. But in the Philippines, we've got a location that's best known for Sand. Okay. I'm talking about sand. Like um, this. This place is called Tarlac. It, it, it was it. This the sand came from the volcano ashes from like wow. hundred. I think it's around uh, twenty to thirty years ago from a volcanic eruption, and now that whole area is covered with vulca- volcanic ash and sand. So that was the first ultra that I've ever done. It was terrible because one, it was fucking hot and the sand was dragging your feet all the way and that's for 52 kilometers i'm just saying like that's 52 kilometers and i would say that was one of the most memorable moments in my life cuz that that for me was harder than Lake Tah- Tahoe excuse me cuz it's really a mental game for you right so that's yeah. when i got to realize with myself that you know if you really push yourself beyond physicality or the physical aspect it's really your mental that really plays the game in the end, right? That is so I guess, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that is truly <laughs> awesome.
0: It's amazing to learn the different types of race courses out in the world, like in, in, worldwide. And right. to hear this, the, the, you know, the course that, you know, the ultra course that you ran in the Philippines, that it's in geographically in, in, in its location is is, is 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 somewhere where there was a volcanic, eruption 20 30 years yeah. ago and then there's sand that's uh, on top of it and then that's what you're racing on it's like wow i can only imagine how difficult that is with every step that you take it's like you can't really increase in speed it's just one of those things where it's i don't know you got you got I, to, I pace to better explain it
1: i would say you got to pace yourself correctly because if you either you know if you hasten your speed or if you do it too abruptly um, you don't see it in the short term but in the long run if you yeah i mean like you know seconds count right so like in the long run you'll notice why the hell am i getting tired i I do this normally but then it's very different from how your training is supposed to be because Basically, you can't train in sand. I mean, like, unless you have a beach somewhere that you can run on all the time.
0: <laughs> yeah, that can really drain your energy in the first couple of uh, first hour, first yeah. gl- first few kilometers. Definitely. I mean, you, you're 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 drained depending on how fast you're going, right? Uh, wow, that, I got it, did did anybody record that and uh, and put it on YouTube so I can watch? <laughs>
1: well, I gotta go I, check I, it I, out. I can def- I can definitely show you uh, some videos, basically from that area, which is from Tarlac or Pampanga. Oh man! Basically, I would love to see that, it's it. You would love to see it, but would you even love to be there? <laughs> um, yes, uh, hey, why man. not, right?
0: Sometimes, if you want to be a champion, if you want to be the great athlete, you have to put yourself in in uncomfortable situations.
1: Definitely, you know, get 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 out of your comfort zone, right? So that's, exactly. That's the you, you that's don't the know. Main,
0: yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So um I see you know what I'm I'm going to go way out of topic here but behind go you ahead. you behind you you have the Man- Mandalorian mask there. <laughs> I love that show, buddy. Oh <laughs> Thank wow. Thank you. I got to give me you one watch of them, the but-
1: <laughs> one? Did you did you watch the reason one? Yeah,
0: I I I'm watching, I'm, on, I'm on the second episode. <laughs> Oh, well, man, we're giving dope, a shout out to dope. the Mandalorian here. Hey, Disney Lovely. Plus, good job.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love the production of the crew, okay? Of course, of Mandalorian. <laughs> love it. love it. Oh, uh, yeah.
0: So now with all the races that you've done, OCR races, which one is your favorite and which one is your least favorite?
1: Okay. I think my most favorite one was July 6, 2019, Spartan Super at Cebu in the Philippines. Why is it my favorite? Because that place was a freaking swamp. It was a swamp, a mud swamp. So to be honest, I wouldn't be able to call it a Spartan race at first because it seemed like a tough mother like, with how the scenario was. So why is it my favorite? Because that's one of the races that's going to test you you, that's going to test your mind with your expectations. Can when you expect the race, right, you always have this scenario before, like, the race day, you see what's going on. Like, you know the terrain. Ah, oh, okay, it's going to be easier okay. what. But no, because that race, it rained midway. And these expectations just shut down all the way. So you got to adjust to the situation. You got to adapt to the environment. And that's where I learned yeah. most of what I that's basically where I learned most of my adapt- adaptability skills from that race, and I loved it. That that's probably my most favorite race because it gave you a little bit of a hint that you know you gotta change also midway. Like expectations don't always go your way for sure. Right?
0: That's exactly true. Things will never go in your way. I mean, you're gonna have some races where things are going your way and everything's beautiful, but you're gonna the majority of your races are not gonna go exactly as planned never does yeah,
1: I mean, something can happen just to exactly. ruin the whole momentum that you have right so I'd exactly. say that's one of the shitty moments oh My buddy I've been, <laughs> I've been in that position I've been in that position where
0: I'm doing so well and all of a sudden boom it's either an obstacle or who knows what or maybe I rolled an ankle who knows oh. what all of a sudden now you're, you're you get a setback
1: and how, yeah how about Like, especially, sorry to cut you off, but then, like, how about, like, spiritual? Like, during your races, how is this spiritual for you?
0: Spiritual, the mental, I I have to put those two together. Um, Mm -hmm. It can be sometimes challenging because when I do an ultra or when I've done an ultra, uh, when I do long distances, whether it be trail running or whether it be an OCR uh, OCR race, uh, long distances, and there's a lot of climb to it, it can sometimes really put you in a downer uh, Mm. mentally. Um, And so you have to train that part of your head or that part of your mind, that mental toughness, that preparation. You know, that's why I said before, sometimes you have to put yourself in uncomfortable situations. So when you come across an uncomfortable situation, that you're mentally prepared for it. So what I normally, you know, there's times where I'll sing, I'll count numbers, Mm. I'll think of other things, get me out of that situation and start thinking, you know, differently. And, you know, obstacles are, you know, we we face obstacles in in our personal lives every day. So, you know, sometimes this really helps uh, or that really helps when it comes to my OCR races. You know, like, so to answer your question, yes, I've been in those situations and I've mentally prepared myself and I'm still and I still do that now. Uh, you know, put myself in different situations, uncomfortable ones that I'm not used to. So that way when I, you know, when race season starts and I do find myself in one of those situations, I can eat, I, I can deal with it a lot easier and then can still continue. Right? Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's the best way that I can put that.
1: Well, that's great. I mean, like, uh, I, I love the way you explain it. I mean, that's I mean, you can just, you just basically compare it also obstacle course racing in life, which is correct. It's basically OCR in our lives and we get through all these obstacles and that's, what's the best thing. That's probably one of the reasons why OCR is also one of my, I guess my favorite sports so far, like um, overall, because you get to relate yourself with it and every improvement that you do on the course is relatively the same also off the course.
0: Right. exactly and i think that's why so many people love it because of the re- people can relate to it on the personal level uh, sometimes maybe even so there's a number of people that struggle in their personal lives and then that they, they discover um uh through friends uh ocr and all of a sudden now you know they'll do a couple of obstacles uh, a couple of races they'll you know they'll do a couple of obstacles, you'll get through it, and then that'll help them in their personal lives, right? Just to make this answer a little shorter here. But, you know, and so this sport, I, I believe that this sport has helped many, many people, including me. And, including uh, me. Oh, yeah. So here's a question. Now, with that particular example, that super that you did at Sabu in the Philippines? Mm-hmm. Okay. Cebu, sorry. Cebu, Okay. Yeah. Do you have, um, do you have athletes from elsewhere in the world, for example, North Americans, Canada, U.S. coming down to do those obstacle races?
1: Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Well, we've got some. I guess the farthest that we've had probably would be Europe. I think that's so far. Europe. Um, we've got some. Of course, we've got some Americans who are in the Philippines living here join our races but I think the farthest like literally they had to fly all over from Europe and I think you've interviewed one of them as well Jesse Montague
0: yes Uh, I did
1: she's from Great Britain so yeah Jesse
0: and (laughs) she was inducted into the Spartan um, Spartan pro team when she was in the the Philippines
1: yes she oh actually I think I'm not sure if it's Philippines or Singapore but because this year Singapore Yes. Yeah. You know, the first race, here's the thing. Can I just say shout out to Jessie. She came down to the Philippines for her first race of 2020 yeah. without any hotel booking, without any place to stay. She just brought her luggage, won that race first place, and she left the next few hours. And I'm like, "Damn." <laughs> yeah. Did you know about that? No, She's she a boss. Told me. <laughs> no, I yes, was she... impressed.
0: I was so impressed by her. <laughs> her dedication and her commitment oh my god when she told me about this I was like what the hell
1: right I've never
0: heard this before like hey buddy some people's commitment and drive and focus is very very different and that's very she true. had it and so kudos to her I can't believe you know thank god you mentioned that it's like yeah that's crazy because Jesse did that um now are you going to be coming? Well, you know what? Maybe I should save this question for a little later. Hold on a second. All right, sure. Okay. No so problem. Have you had any struggles or have you endured any struggles in your race course and how did you manage to overcome them?
1: I think the main struggle that I had, and I think this can relate to everyone, is yourself, your, men- your mentality when it comes to Situations that are hard because every race, to be honest, is hard. Yeah, it's just how we accept it to be hard, or does it have to be something that we can overcome? Because all the races that I've had, I think this is what people say is like, Why am I racing? Why am I racing? But when you're in the finish line, you're like, Damn, I finished that race, right? It's always that part in the middle of the race where you always question it, right? Yourself, like, What the fuck am I doing? And I think that's basically the best, the, that's the hardest struggle that I have, have or the struggle that I always have is in, within the race. You think about what's happening. Why are you doing this? But at the end of it, you realize the good outcome of it, both off the course and on the course. And you, you thank yourself for doing it and by, by pushing over it. Yeah. By making that choice of racing, right?
0: Yeah. Do you have anything special planned in your racing or training you would like to share?
1: special well right now i'm still a co- i i i still do community coaching right so yeah. i dedicate my time to do cuz to be honest this is also from the from the rate from the training i was supposed to do i was supposed to train for myself personally a lot this year yeah. for because of the Spartan pro status but because of the lockdown canceled races i directed my training towards others and I think that's basically for me the special thing that i'm doing with the training which is with other people right now because i think that's more important um given that the benefit of this is not just personally but with people around me
0: wow um no that no, that's great um Thank so what can we expect from wellington co aka beef when the season starts next year 2021 You know, what are your goals?
1: Well, I guess, first of all, my goal is that I want to get a fucking Delta. I want to get a pyramid. Like, (laughs) I want to get that first place in Spartan race or basically to overcome all the challenges. But the best, what you're going to expect from me is basically my best effort in not just doing a Spartan race, but promoting the sport as we love it. Yeah. And to promote that fitness. Uh, mentality that everyone should deserve.
0: That's awesome, buddy.
1: That you know what? That was a Thank really you.
0: well, non-scripted <laughs> answer, buddy. <laughs> I swear, Joe, like these things. Joe Desena would love to hear that.
1: Yeah, you know, here's the thing. Like, you know, all these things. The reason why you might say that these are well put, or like stuff like that, yeah. is because when you love the sport, or when you, it's like example. When you love someone, you just tell them the words coming straight. From your heart, no, no bullshit, right? Like that, yeah, that's exactly.
0: That's, that's what exactly. I feel from
1: you too. Like you really love the sport, and that's why you're doing this. No well, monetary value from this, but what's you get that's from it. this, right? Is that's more it, of man. like the learnings, experiences, stories. I think that's the best thing that you're doing right now. For me, I'll just say it right now. Thank you're you. You're not gaining any money, but what you're getting here is stories, and stories are priceless. Yeah. Stories but I can
0: definitely so, write a book and every chapter will have uh, an athlete on it. And my experience with that exact athlete and everything that they went through from beginning to. Uh, and, you know, these stories, like I told you, and like you said, they're priceless. They have no monetary value. Definitely. Uh, and that I get to have with me and take with me as far as I go. Um, and another thing, yeah, I don't get paid for this. I do this for love and for the passion that I have. And, you know, I love the sport. I race it myself. And, but it, I wish, you know, I, I wish I can go to every race all over the world, especially in the, in the Philippines where you are and the way you describe the race, I would love to go and experience that who wouldn't, right. But, you know, in the end, Uh, yeah, I don't get paid for this, but I love doing it. And because I get to hear stories, I get to hear these kinds of stories, buddy, that people don't know about. Like this is, it's amazing. The race courses over there. I never thought that possible (laughs) because everybody, you know what? Everybody is used to, Spartan Race has this brand, a race course brand. You know, you start off flat or, and then you get into the hills, you run the hills, you come down the hills, you do your obstacles. But, you know i've never heard of a race course like the one up in philippines like in, in those two places that you mentioned one in is it subu
1: cebu it was one of the muddiest basically yeah
0: and a swamp like
1: yeah that's one very and then the, the
0: other one in
1: the uh, uh, tarlac and pampanga yeah
0: there you go that it's in the uh, volcanic uh, location where you got sand on top of it and like that is that's, that's crazy, but that's amazing. So, I, I can only live this experience through you.
1: Oh. Hey, man. Well, I commend you for doing this. Yeah. Hey, buddy. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs>
0: thanks, buddy. I do the best I can, buddy. Um, so, now I asked you regarding what your goals are for next year. And so, mm-hmm. of course, there's, you know, you want to get back to racing. Do you plan on also coming to going to northern europe or going or coming over to this part of the the world uh canada or maybe the us and do some races over here with us?
1: Well, to be honest, I'd love to. I was invited. I was planning on going this year for a trip going to canada to make a race actually. But, you know, unfortunately you let me travel know, restrictions buddy. Yeah, I'll let you know. Definitely, I'll let you know when you come by, right?
0: So. I will run elite for that.
1: Oh, come on. You should be running elite in the first place already.
0: <laughs> well, I am. I'm going back to elite. I, I, I've i been running. I, I went from elite when I started OCR, which was a wrong thing to do. I should have started from the bottom and then grew up. Uh, but uh, I started elite when I was coming off of bodybuilding. I was like 200 pounds. Buddy. Oh, damn you're and heavy off yeah buddy this is back in 2013 2014 so um i i never get old you know i never get tired of telling the story so long story short is i started the opposite i sort of started from the bottom mm-hmm. and grew and developed and no i started from the top i wasn't doing well so uh. i had to go back down cut weight you know learn you know change my lifestyle and bad habits which was hard to do it's not easy oh. Now I am in the 155 weight, oh, so I don't have that luggage. I I can't, so I can't wait to hit the course again because last year I finished really strong with a lot of my colleagues in Ontario and in Quebec. So we can't wait to hit the the course, but I will be running elite. But oh, my good. my main goal for everybody is that all four championships, I'm gonna go into because I want to win the age group categories and mm-hmm. set my footprint there. Uh, but I will be running elite in some of those races. That's good. So I That's will good. be. So when you come, you have to let me know. So I know. I'll definitely to run, elite. run elite with you. <laughs> run elite with you. So like I said before as well, I'm going to be heading to the States to compete. Right? All right. Well, yeah. In both it's going divisions. to be a tough challenge buddy it's 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 do or die that's it <laughs> so so you are going to be coming that's awesome news you got to let me know people oh, need to know that you're coming so that way there's no surprises
1: well, well then again you <laughs> well, probably you. will
0: surprises you probably will beat everybody
1: <laughs> no i would say like you know this is just for us to have fun basically right so yeah oh buddy i love it
0: is there anything that you would like to mention? You want to give any shout-outs? Um, you know, shout-outs to your teams, the people that you you know, that you train, anything? This is so your basically, I think this is your moment.
1: Well, I would just say like my shout-out is first of all to the POSF or the Philippines Obstacle Sports Federation. You know, without 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 you guys, you guys wouldn't have been able to establish a proper set of obstacle course racing definition here. In the whole of Philippines, and I think that's really great. Like having an obstacle course federation, sports federation that oversees these things, because they get to promote the sport further, rather than just you know us here. They also get to do a lot of activities around. So I like to commend them for that also. And second would be I like to give a shout out to the group, of course, the Fit Farm, like those who have been training, because you guys are definitely freaking killing it. Like all, all ever since this lockdown started, you know. From the first day of lockdown, I didn't expect it to grow. But the reason why it's growing is because it's working for everybody just to get stronger physically, but more importantly, mentally. So I think that's also something that can go out with everyone who's been working very hard and those who are doing fitness as a hobby and as a passion. So yeah, kudos to everyone actually. So
0: oh, you know what? And, and here's another question regarding the, the Fit Farm. So okay. with the, with. The amount of people that you're now training are they mm-hmm. all now are, are they all now focused um, in to go into the OCR game as soon as the the race starts or the season starts?
1: So that's where that's a good question because basically we started things off just you know bodyweight training and circuit training, but yeah. never I mean never into the obstacle course training because we don't have a race to begin with, right, with those trainings. But a lot of them started to realize, hey, why is Beef doing this? Or, like, why is Beef so motivated? So they kind of understand and they're kind of interested to try out obstacle course racing. So that's what I love about it because you get to influence these other people, like I said, to try out new things, right?
0: You know, this is something that you may want to talk to Joe. Hey, Joe, listen, I'm going to bring in (laughs) 60 new prospects Let's talk.
1: <laughs> well, not just 60 new prospects. I mean, like I'd say let's try to expand it further, right? Like why not why stop at 60?
0: I'm just kidding, buddy. The fact that you can <laughs> do that helps the growth of the sport of OCR. So congratulations to you, buddy, that you're Thank able you. to do and you're able to do that. You're able to change lives in such a positive way, man. And that's just buddy. I'm just I, that's an awesome job, you. <laughs>
1: hey, I, I don't know why we're. I don't know why we're just you know talking right now. Like we could have like talked since way before. But yeah, I'm really thankful to have met you. To be honest, bro. Hey,
0: listen, yeah, for everybody watching, listen, we're talking like we've known each other, right? With the way this conversation yeah. is going, it's like we're we, we're talking like we've been friends for a long time. No, we. This is our first meeting. We've been, you know, we've, we've been talking through messages and texting or through Gmail, sorry, uh, back and yeah. forth. I've been trying to get him on for a while because you have <laughs> a very interesting story. Thank and, you. Uh, and, and it's just one of those wild type of stories, buddy, like you're doing such good job over there. But yeah, I mean, it, 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 I, I'm, just, I'm just grateful. So Thank you. Now, if people wanted to know or know or learn more about you, where can they go?
1: Well, first of all, you guys can contact me through my Instagram. I think that is my main. So that, that's how you found me, right? So on exactly. Instagram, but that's how I found you, bro. So definitely, I think that's my main, uh, main way you can find me. So it's at BeefCuts. So yeah, you heard it right at BeefCuts. Because yeah, I'm Beef and C U T S. so beef cuts so the beef cuts isn't necessarily because of the beef cubes or whatever or like the muscle cut. it's just really a username that's stuck ever since so at beef cuts
0: you heard it here people and yes it's
1: it's not beef it's beef
0: cuts (laughs) (laughs) why? I I don't know why beef (laughs) right uh, if you like it buddy wellington beef wellington
1: (laughs) exactly that's the point <laughs> why don't you just go for medium rare <laughs> oh that's a pickup line that i use oh, oh jesus Murph, like, are you serious <laughs> yeah i, I no, I, in a joking way like that's how sometimes you get that's one of the reasons why i can't pick up I don't know, pick up line maybe. Like, how do you want me? Medium rare, or medium well or something like that? Oh, my that. God. You
0: know what, buddy? That's why that's a podcast, bro.
1: We're going to that here.
0: <laughs> just in the case that kids are watching, I don't want them to go to the moms. Moms, what's a medium rare? Is that a pickup line? Oh.
1: No, <laughs> they understand. Want, I don't want that like, to happen. Uh, at least you get to know your steak, how you want it done, right? So.
0: Okay. <laughs> okay. <You> no, <know> <laughs> let's just leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Hey, listen, uh, Beef, uh, Wellington, listen, it has truly been a pleasure speaking with you, buddy. Um, I've learned so much. You have such an interesting story. I love your driving commitment and your focus, not just to the OCR game, but to the people that you're training, to the positive impact that you're doing and that you have on these people and the people that you're training. Um, and kudos, kudos to you. My half goes off to you. I mentioned this numerous times, and I'm, I'm inspired, and I'm a th- fan of yours, and I cannot wait till I know uh, get to get myself and others get to see you out on the race uh, course again uh, in the new season uh, when the season starts, and then cheer for you, buddy, and support you. Uh, Thank so, you. So, um, I wish you the very best in your training, and like I said. We all can't wait to see you uh, back out there, um, out there racing and hopefully have you down here in this part of the world and get to see you in Canada. Uh, maybe it runs wrong uh, alongside you. Uh, and if not, then cheer for you and support you. And also in the States, Definitely. there's a lot of athletes that would love to have you there, buddy. Um, you know, This OCR community, it doesn't matter what race organization you're running for. The OCR community loves and supports each other. That's what I love uh, so, about it. Um, for everybody listening, thank you so much for listening. I hope everybody uh, learned as much as I have and learned that, you know, this amazing uh, and tremendous athlete, uh, Wellington Cole, aka Beef, Beef Wellington, uh, beefy, medium rare. <laughs> buddy, listen, <laughs> you know, um, you have, enjoy the rest of your day, buddy. And you know what? I, I truly hope that we can do this again in the new season, in the new year. And uh, you can fill us in in some more details as to when you're coming. So that would be awesome. Other than that, buddy, um, thanks for coming on. Enjoy the rest of your day. And everybody, you guys take care.
1: Thank you. You enjoy the rest of your day. I'm about to sleep. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's right, buddy. Have a good night's
0: sleep, buddy. I'm going to enjoy the rest Every- of my day. <laughs> Thank you, <laughs> everyone. And yeah. <laughs>